welcome to episode 51. 51. Don't How ever, dare you? Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go again. Well, it, sa- it sounded like you were going to say 50 again. No. And then you corrected yourself. No. All right. What? To do a 51, you have to say 50. Yeah, but there was a, there was a, there was a gap. Was there not a gap, Pat? Yeah, there was a gap, but I I thought it was for dramatic value. Thank 50. you, Pat. One. It was that's because Pat dramatically values me. Right, listen. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> you dramatically undervalue me. <laughs> Welcome to episode fifty-one of After All This Time Always. Um, also, Joe's last episode of the show. <laughs> we, I'd love to say we're going to miss him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, guys. No. This is cruel. What's With your me, name? me, your host, Mr. <laughs> Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And uh, some say he's Dobby the house elf of the podcast. Okay. Yes. He's currently sitting here in just his socks. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> producer Joe Power. Hello, everyone. It's episode 51. Yeah. How is the producing going so far in this episode? Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going very well, is it? Not at all. That's all right. Is everything okay, mate? Yeah, fine, mate. Yeah, I, ju- I just, I mean, what? I've learnt my place. Yeah, what, what, why didn't you trust me? What's, let's it just, that. it just sounded like. Have, have I ever gotten a, a number of the episodes wrong before? Uh, no, oh, I don't know, maybe. No. But you've definitely, you've misspoke before on no. this podcast. I think, it, I think it's fair to say. That is fair to say, you but. you misspoke? <laughs> do you do that? It's not a word. <laughs> I think you misspoke by saying misspoke, actually. Misspoke. How okay. are you, Pat? I'm good, man. Yeah. How's your week been? All right. Fairly uh, fairly standard, you know, just at work. I mean, we hung out over the weekend. I'm we sure did. we're going to talk we about did. that. We did. I was worrying. I was worrying about you there for a minute. I thought you you were just going to go for the monosyllabic answers throughout the show. No, 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 no. I'm I'm here and I've uh, I'm, I'm I've slipped from dry January. That's pretty uh, much. That um, what, I think that was what all the listeners were worried about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, now, I, now they're happy because you've you slipped. I found I found the happy juice again. What, no, so I, what day? Uh, it was it was Thursday. So it was the day the last episode came out. <laughs> um, so yeah, just just halfway through the month. No, it wasn't my fault. Well, it was. But um, I'd, I'd, um, I was were, out. You were pinned down and forced alcohol down your throat? <laughs> that's the only possible way it couldn't be your fault. Metaphorically, I was, yeah. Unless, did, someone, did someone give you a drink and you not realise it was an alcohol? No, I was Let's out. To be honest, you could smell it a mile away. Sniff <laughs> <laughs> them out, yeah. Oh, you want to know what the neighbours are drinking? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was Jacob Trick Chardonnay, 1981. <laughs> <laughs> From the clink of the bottle. Yeah. Uh, that's father Ted. Yes. Right. Thursday, what's happening? You're being forced out. So, so I was out with a friend, and uh, I was like, I, I was craving it that night. I was really yes. craving it more than more than most. And uh, I'd set myself up to avoid alcohol. I only had to exercise willpower once. Right. So we bought. We were going out for dinner and the cinema. Okay. We bought our cinema tickets before dinner. At dinner, I just ordered a coke. Nice. Then we went and bought a bottle of water to take into the cinema. So far, so good. There's no alcohol here so far. Is there? No, no, not not and one bit. The, and by the time we get out of the cinema, all the, all the shops will be shut and the pubs will be closed. Get home. Perfect. Go into the cinema. They were like, "Yep, you're in screen two. Mm, no, hang on a second. You should be in screen five. This ticket says screen two. What's going on here? They check it on the system, and the guy that served us three hours previous had sold us tickets for the wrong night. Who goes into uh. the cinema to buy a ticket for a different night? That. Is so a we were shame. like. 
Are there any seats left for tonight? And well, I mean, yeah. well, you've got a drink then. Well, that's enough to <laughs> drive a man to drink. <laughs> it, it literally was because, yeah, there were no seats. Left. Well, there were, but they weren't next to each other and they were in the front row and I didn't want to do that. And there was a pub right next door. So we were like, well, we said we'd hang out. What, so cinema, just... what cinema was this? This was the newly opened or the newly refurbished Odeon in Leicester Square. Oh, right. Okay. And uh, yeah, someone there doesn't know what day of the week it is. <laughs> so I went. And I drank to make sure I didn't know what day of the week it was either. So that when I meet him, it will be on an equal playing field. How's your week been, Joe? I know how some of it has been. My week's been all right. I've seen you a fair bit this week, Thomas. Uh, I saw, thanks to your lovely wife, I saw James A. Custer uh, at the Phoenix last week, which was very good. Uh, The next night, I then babysat my goddaughter, a.k.a. your child, Elsa. Yes, it got to uh, basically my grandparents, my grandparents, Elsa's grandparents, my parents were away. Um, My aunt was on holiday. Right. I was working, I had to be at a gig in Walton-on-Thames, and uh, Anna had tickets to see um, her favourite band, 1975. So we threw up the uh, the Uncle Jojo and Hannah's bat signal. Yes, yes, into yes. Into the sky. And Jumped uh, right in the moon. God, Godfather, God, or Godparent duties. It's God the fi- first time we've asked them to do a, uh, a looking after her while, while she's meant to be in bed. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You've, you've taken her to a museum in the past. Yes, me and uh, Michael from Michael, Michael's Corner. Yeah, who is not here again. No. Um, so how, how, did, how did it go? What was your method? It Well, my method... Um, I made sure I had some Haribo in the bag for uh, bribery in case I needed it. That's Spoiler what, alert. Dan- dangerous. Did, uh, did need it. What time, what time of day are we talking here? You don't want to be giving her sugar when she should be going to bed. That's uh, a very good point, Pat. Well, I, I arrived about half six. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Haribo came out about half seven. Her bedtime is seven. Yeah. <gasps> um, <laughs> I should say, she, neither she, parent she, specified uh, a bedtime. Very, I assumed it's Friday night. She can stay up to about half ten. Oh, it's <laughs> Friday night. Oh, that's not so bad. No, it, yeah, she didn't. She had to go out for um, dance lesson, but that that occurs now, she, late in the morning on Friday, uh, Saturday. She, right. she was she was fine. Um, I will say, about two minutes after Anna, your wife, was out the door. Uh, Elsa had run out of the room and come back wearing your pajama bottoms, which yeah. was uh, very funny. <laughs> yes, um, and it's then and then I think about twenty minutes after that, she ran out again and then came back with uh, a Rapunzel dress on. So yep. you have a very glittery sofa now. We do, um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then we uh, we watched the Lion King, and uh, I've just realised we didn't watch the whole thing because it was you know it was past her bedtime. She was getting tired. Um, but I pre- it wasn't long after the sad bit that I turned it off. I've just realised we saw now, her, uh, Hakuna Matata, yeah, and then then that. Now, was, Tom, you've spoken on the show before about how when she was watching that, she was going no, 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 and you came yeah. in and turned it off, and yeah. you said you were waiting to show her that. Yeah, no, well remembered, Pat. Well remembered. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Um, well, you should have uh, before you she, traumatized the poor well, child. Well, actually, no, she didn't seem that traumatized by it because. So obviously the the sad thing happened with Mufasa, and then Scar goes up to Simba. Yeah, uh, he's like, "This is your fault." And and then he runs Good away, and then the hyenas, the and then the hyenas are like, "If you ever come back, we'll kill you." Yeah, and then Elsa turns to me and like laughs and goes, "Ha! They're gonna kill him." <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think she's ready for the Lion yeah. King. Tom. Well, no, we watched we watched the end of uh, the Lion King. Oh, did you? Saturday. Brilliant. Yeah, she said she said oh we didn't watch it all, and then we watched uh, Lion King two, Simba's Pride, hmm. and then I've never seen it. 
haven't you? No. Any good? Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's not. Okay. It's not Lion King. Sure. Um, and then but for a, for a director video sequel, it's not that bad. Yeah. And Is then it we watched, same cast? Uh, Matthew yes. Broderick, etc. I, I don't, I'm not sure if Broderick's in it. Brod- but I know Broderick's uh, in it. Uh, James L. Jones, Atkinson, no. Ah. Um, but I'm not sure about the others. But they're the main ones I can remember. Um, and uh, Lion King, uh, one and a half. Watch that one as well. What? Okay, so that's set in between. Set in between, but came out after number two. Right, okay. You've never seen it? It's Timon and... P- uh, Lion King, one and a half, Hakuna uh, Matata. Okay, right, lovely. <laughs> they sing that song again? Oh, yeah. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, do, you know what, do you know what that means? What's that? No worries. For the rest of your days, Hakuna Matata. That uh-huh. is what it means. That is that? what it means. Um, you weren't paying attention, obviously. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> But anyway, uh, what, should, what are we talking about today, guys? We're talking about um, Harry Potter. We, <laughs> well, one, on. of the, one of the things we did do, all, all of us together, oh, mm. yes. we did an escape room. Of course we did the escape on room. Sunday. It was quite literally yesterday. Yeah. There was, there was 14 of us. We split into two groups, boys and girls. Oh, yes. Eight Year boys. six disco style. Six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, except I wasn't crying. And... <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you heard, listeners, but uh, yesterday, we, what was the name of the fictional country? Yeah, I La, mean, it La was, like, La it was Cuba. La Isla. Yeah. La Isla. Uh, La Isla. Uh, yeah, we uh, had a revolution. Uh, yes. Set up a people's democracy and like, I don't know if it made the news. No. Sure. Well, it did. It did in the escape room. It was all yeah. over the news <laughs> yeah. at, at the end. When Joe we... was fuming because it was his one day he didn't wear his Che Guevara t-shirt. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> what <laughs> happened to that t-shirt? You used to wear that all the time. Yeah. Uh, that was that was when I was uh, a younger man. Oh. Do you ever see that? I, I don't think I've had that t-shirt in over 12 or 13 years. I don't think I've worn it since I was 15. Yeah, but you definitely wore it enough. I wore it enough for you to remember it. <laughs> mainly wore, because, mainly it because I had more than one. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> it's just a red yeah. T-shirt. You wore it out. Yes. <laughs> I, had, I, had, yeah, I, had, I had two Che Guevara T-shirts. So, how did we do in the escape room? Uh, well, well, in comparison the to... The fact that we're here means we escaped. <laughs> <laughs> we escaped. Exactly. We escaped. That sort of spoiled it, actually. At the very beginning, the woman who was uh, setting up the story alone was like... Don't worry if you fail, we will still let you out. It's like, no, I want some jeopardy here. <laughs> yeah. No, but they didn't call it an escape room, did they? They called it a panic room. Panic room, yes. that was it, yeah. And uh, and so I, I rude taking my panic medication that morning. I was <laughs> like, well, I'm never going to panic now, am I? <laughs> well, I, um, I, I uh, in preparation for it, uh, and I'm doing the 100 Films Challenge this year. You are. I you watched are. the horror movie board. Panic Room. <laughs> Did you actually escape? Oh, what, the Jodie Foster? No, uh, no, sorry, I watched the horror movie Escape Room. There's two Escape Rooms horror movies that was released in 2017. Wow. Wow, okay. And uh, apparently both of them are bad. <laughs> one I watched was atrocious. <laughs> uh, keep, keep it to yourself, though. Keep it to yourself. Don't want to... Uh, you've already recommended enough bad movies. <laughs> Which we will get on to later. We'll get on to that Yes, we later. will. And well, we will have a, a, a toss of a coin to determine whether it's Pat or myself who is giving the next film out. That's yes. fair enough. Dear listener, that is our new segment, Bad Movie Recommendations. Bad Movie Recommendations, yes. But we were up against the wire with the escape room, weren't we? We were, uh, because we had to answer... I don't know what Dominic West has got to do with it, Pat. (laughs) Very lovely stuff. We're not the Sopranos being up against the Sopranos. (laughs) Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Almost had it. Almost had it. it. (laughs) Really off form. 
but no, it was um, it, we had to. Well, we, we there's there's a there's a scandal going around that says we cheated. There now, is a scandal. Did we cheat? I'm gonna, I'm asking you to. Did the boys cheat? I potentially some of our party may have cheated. Uh, the, our, I was not. I was not privy. I wasn't privy at the time. There were a few bad apples. I was away from the safe. There were bad. I eggs. was dealing with the cupboard. Now, but but the reason we're told we cheated was because we were told beforehand you're not allowed to take any photos inside, no audio recordings, no video recordings, nothing to share on social media. Oh no, yes. that's yeah, that's not why we. Were told but a we few of us took pictures. I I didn't think that taking pictures was. I thought distribute pictures. Was I th- what I thought that was using uh, ingenuity. Actually, yeah, because there was something on one side of the room that we needed to read to help us on the other side of the room. We took a picture of it to save us calling over each other because everyone was shouting around because there was all sorts of information everyone had to know. Yes. So we just took the information to the other side of the room. Hmm. Ingenuity. But is it cheating? Because they did say don't take any pictures. I don't think I don't think that was cheating. Uh it was. It was. I think that rule was given just so you don't share things on social media and give yeah. away what happens in the escape room. Yes, or where However, certain clues might be or whatnot. The other issue was was that you you had to find a code to unlock a safe. Yes, uh, and uh, our trigger happy friends uh, Ross, the second best artist in our school, and Michael of Michael's Corner fame. Uh, they, they 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 just they just. They were they were punching numbers in willy nilly. They loved it. Yeah. They and, love and pressing buttons. They absolutely got us locked out of that safe. And they pushed my buttons. I can tell you. And then a man came in and helped us. And he came in <laughs> and helped us to and and, and, then, he, just and then un- he, he just unlocked it. And then he unlocked the safe. And we went. We did it. That's how you unlock the safe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get it wrong three times. I, the man comes in. <laughs> I thought he was just going to reset the code. It, yeah. So it was. and then lock it so we could, we could still find the code. I thought that was really. Although to be fair. Without giving too much away, the, the way you're meant to find out how to unlock the safe is there is a stain on a document that corresponds I... with a, a stain in a book that has a code on it. The, but then I asked uh, the woman that was running it, okay, can you just tell us what the code was? Because that was really frustrating. Yeah. And she showed us what code it was. And that picture it was, was not nothing that picture. like it the one correspond. it was meant to know. It was There was no way we could have known. Yeah. But I think she just sort of turned some pages and went, uh, that one. I think she just gave up turning. I, was I, like, I, I, I need to look like I know. She just showed right. us any old code. Yeah, there was no was way we could have worked that out. None of them the matched. Nah. nah. I think I think that's how you meant to, to get out of that bit. You enter it wrong, get the man in. The, oh, it. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we nailed it then. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's their way of trying to get you to come back because you didn't quite do yes. it. Yeah, but I mean, we... We'd nail it next time. Oh, absolutely. But uh, yeah, we got out in uh, 55 minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the, ladies. The, the ladies team. 56 minutes. <laughs> and uh, 55 or 57. Either way. Either way. That's a, that's a clean minute. Easy. Yeah. That we've beaten them by there. I'm going to fly the flag for the ladies here for a second. Go on. Uh, there are accusations of cheating and we did have to get the man in to help us. And we did have one extra person. Are, two, the, two. are what I'm hearing. Two, two extra people. Two extra people. Two extra what, people. Including the man. No, that's three extra people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we were in the hardest one. We were in the hardest we one, the hardest and we did one. it. And it's the first time any of us have ever done an escape room, so we absolutely nailed it. So yeah, well so done, so everyone. Cut yeah. some slack, please. Leave us alone, please, cut listeners. Some slack. 
Unbelievable. Oh. But if you'd like to give your verdict on who you think won. Um, yes, based on the information. AATTAPod at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter, AATTAPod. All, all opinions welcome, but just remember we did do it quicker. You'll only be hurting our feelings if you side with them. Exactly. But I understand if any of you want to be angry at us, you know, uh, maybe you could call it a peeve. Peeves! Oh, love. Well cued, well Tom. Cu- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, were you expecting that? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Uh, so just a couple of peeves. Couldn't remember who it was that uh, we talked on the last episode about Bandersnatch and someone suing Netflix. Mm. Um, it is literally, uh, I think I said it was Choose Co or Choose Com. It uh-huh. is Choose Co. Oh, wow. And it's just for the use of Net- uh, Netflix using the phrase, choose your own adventure. Wow. Um, which they say they they copyrighted the phrase "choose your own adventure." So uh, and apparently they're getting they're claiming they've got negative publicity by being associated with something as dark as Black Mirror when traditionally they write kids books. Sure. Mm. Oh wow. No, they're getting publicity. They're getting massive publicity yeah, massive, and massive. potentially money if Netflix just goes. Do you know what? Let's just settle to do, shut you up, do, or just do what Ladybird did and make some adult themed books. Yeah. Nice and simple. Uh, what's the difference between Holland and the Netherlands? What is the difference? Uh, I, I, said shall... n- I said nothing. I, well, well, you'd be wrong, Tom. Care to... Is uh, Holland only uh, a certain area, but Netherlands is a bigger region? Bang on. Oh, wicked. <laughs> Bang on. The Netherlands consists of 12 provinces, but only two of those provinces are referred to as Holland. Oh. Uh, Nyord Holland and Zyde Holland. I hope I'm pronouncing that right which stands for North and South. That's only two provinces, but the whole kingdom uh, is referred to as the Netherlands. Okay, so and I got other, that from are, Holland.com. What other <laughs> countries does it encompass then? Uh, no, it's only, it, the Netherlands is one country, but it contains many provinces. I guess right, like okay. the way we have many counties. But so then wouldn't Holland or, contain those same provinces? Because otherwise the, those provinces are spilling into other countries. So what other countries? Germany, Poland, Austria... No, the country's the Netherlands. The country's Netherlands. Okay, so what and is it's Holland, made of then? twelve provinces. Just Two of the provinces are Holland. Okay, but is Holland not the yeah. country? The yeah, Holland's not the country, though. That's right? what you're saying. It's basically a big error to call it Holland, really. Oh, yeah. okay. Because you're only referring to it as. as well, there... Like there, there are many parts of the Netherlands that aren't called Holland at all. Well, there you go. I suppose it's in, like informally... calling England Kent, is it? Yeah, yeah basically. That'd be but informally, it's just become known as Holland. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I, that's fun. I had the impression that Netherlands was the bigger bit, but I didn't realise that was... That's the... Re- yeah, two, yeah. Ju- only two provinces called Holland. Okay, well, According to Holland.com. I've got a peeve. With and our, according to Holland, me. I've got a peeve with our Dutch correspondent for not emailing that fact in. That's the work of the correspondent. Send Christy us your is, facts. Yeah, Christy, please get back and, and tell us. And please, please tell me how my pronunciation was on I will say, the I, 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 re- I believe she referred to herself as being from the Netherlands. Yes, okay, she's our Dutch correspondent. Yes. Um, please, right, you... Who right, are the Dutch? Christy, you now, you now owe us uh, two facts about the Netherlands, please. Uh, um, Michael's Corner last week during the quiz uh, guessed that Chamber of Secrets had made over two billion and I said, that's outrageous, no film has made over two billion. Thinking Avatar had made 1.8, I was wrong. Oh. Four films have made over two billion. What are the, is Avatar one of them? Avatar's the first, then Titanic. Try, okay, let me try and, let's try and guess the other two. So oh. Avatar, Titanic, they're obviously the two biggest films. Should we go for Avengers, the first one? No, I don't. I don't think the Avengers have. Avengers, the first one, has made one point five. Um, no, there was there was an there was another massive film. 
What was the film that kept on getting replayed and replayed? Stayed in cinema for ages. Oh, good Lord. I know. Now, Avatar's on 2.7, which I think is insane. That is insane. But that's surely because people were paying extra for 3D. For 3D and then maybe going back. But was that re-released? Because I'm sure it made something like... 1.8 1.8 or something when it first came out. Maybe has it been re-released? No, I don't think so. Even if it was re-released, this is not enough I'm, people would go see. I know, it. Well, yeah, they, still, they still do screenings though, quite regularly. I, I suppose mean, some people did get obsessed with it, didn't they? Mm. See, this is something my brother said. He said Avatar didn't have a cultural impact. It didn't. Think about it. Who quotes Avatar? Yeah. Who quotes Avatar? Who goes? Oh, it's like a thing of Avatar. Literally, the only thing it had was that they were referred to as Smurfs. <laughs> that's literally the only yeah. thing so it there was the joke of it? oh were they Smurfs were they? that's the only cultural impact that film had yeah. ridicule from the off it's not a big cultural reference is it's it not, at all it's not a big it's a cultural reference that's point shocking. to a film that makes a lot of money to a yeah. film that was overhyped yeah that's, I suppose that's you always it. see from like whenever Comic Con's going on or something you do see people that have all, they've blued up uh, and dressed as the Na'vi, and they've mm. got like tails and stuff, and they, all, you know, it's quite an in-depth piece of makeup to to do yourself up like one of them. But yeah, th- people don't quote no. the philosophy in the same no. way that they that they quote like the Force, or exactly. that they'll go like, oh, that's like Thor or something. You know. Yeah. Speaking of which, I think I would guess Force Awakens is number three at two point oh six. Okay, uh, maybe I'm the- going to go for Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Okay, I will go. For, I will go for the Dark Knight. You're both wrong. It's Infinity War. Oh, so mm. it wasn't Avengers. Two point two point oh four. There you oh. go. Wow. Only a difference of twenty million between Infinity War and Force Awakens. Jeebus. And then yeah, some somehow James kept like I love James Cameron. He's a good filmmaker, but his two worst films yeah. <laughs> are yeah. the two highest grossing movies of all time on two point one billion. What are you talking about? You and said two point seven. You said Titanic. Yeah, but that's. In his in his uh, oeuvre of films, I don't consider that near his best. No, I... I, I tell, I, I tell you what agree. you can do with that opinion, mate. Stick it up your oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to start? Uh, we can start with the Spider-Man trailer, the Game of Thrones tease. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Where do I? Where, where do you want me to start? I say we start with the little because we because we know less about it. Mm. The new Ghostbusters. Yes, this was a massive surprise. Yeah, same. Although, well, not not hugely surprising because I had heard that um, I think Jonah Hill was was lined up to be starring in a Ghostbusters, or, or there was going to be a, uh-huh. an all guy Ghostbusters, not to counteract the all female one that came out a few years ago, but they just said there was going to be another one as well, and the two might be in a shared universe because. Mm. All movie studios want shared universes nowadays after the success of Marvel. Of course. But this is Jason Reitman, the son of the original director, who's mm. carved a career for himself from movies like Juno and yeah. Up in the Air, like these real sort of... He's an indie darling. Was he, was he super bad? Was that him? No. no. That's Judd Apatow, is it not? No. I don't think Judd Apatow directed it. Did he I think he produced it. I think he produced it. Um but yeah, uh, so Jason Reitman's done these like these sort of sweet and soft, and and he's got a great comic timing in his movies, mm. but not big budget blockbusters and not franchise pieces. Mm. And then he tweeted a video the other day of of saying, oh, "I've got the keys to the car," and it's the uh, Ecto One, yeah, like the the white Ghostbusters hearse. 
that was uh, yeah. And and the, the the video was cool, and I might be wrong with this, but I'm sure it was called Ghostbusters Three. So it's is that, oh, he, is that what they've called the video? So he said, "This is uh, it's a, it's not, a direct <laughs> sequel to uh, not to dismiss the um uh, the Melissa McCarthy one that came out a few yeah. years ago. What was it Paul Feig, the, yeah, the director? Yeah. Not Bride, to dismiss it, but to completely dismiss it. <laughs> but yeah. but not part of that continuity. The events of the '80s Ghostbusters films are being continued in this one. Yeah, well, that well that was his intention. But did you see uh, Leslie Jones's response? She called it a dick move. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and like, she, uh, very disrespectful, which I thought was. Uh, a fair point. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not necessarily directed at him. I can understand it, just mainly because it wasn't that long ago that that film came out. What was it? Twenty sixteen. So yeah, yeah. So um. So I'm guessing he signed on to this last year, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think it is a dick move, and I think it's an unnecessary movie. I think. Uh, it, I think yeah, I would agree. Be... And also, I didn't think that the 2016 one was that bad. Neither I haven't. I. I haven't seen the 2016 one. But I will say, I feel that this will be the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man of the Ghostbusters franchise. I think it's just unnecessary. Okay, interesting. I, I mean, yeah, uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man were unnecessary. I didn't think they were bad films, though. Oh, the second one was right bad. Second, oh, yeah. Second, uh, one, it's, second one was bad. I'll be honest, I've forgotten most of it. <laughs> yeah, the first one was okay, but it was just unnecessary. But it's a lot more yeah. of a, a political hot potato because the... The all-female Ghostbusters one stirred up a lot of anger online, mm, a lot of yeah. vitriol. Like people were panning it before it even come out. And uh, what was it? The most disliked trailer of all time, yeah, or something, was... be- before the movie had even come out. And yeah, absolutely flopped. And I saw it, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, it it wasn't as good as the originals, but of course, it was never going to be. Before no. what it was trying to be, it was fine. Yeah. I left. I left the cinema going. Oh man, I wish I could be a Ghostbuster. And that's how I felt the first time I watched the originals as a kid. So as far as I'm concerned, it did its job. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth. Mm. It's worth seeing the movie just for Chris Hemsworth. He's hilarious in it. Oh, I don't it's want to worth, see. It's worth seeing the all female reboot for, for, for a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, Chris Hemsworth is brilliant in that film. He is hilarious in that movie. Um, and and in uh, the lovely bit where he's got like a headache and he's scratching his eyes through his glasses. That's yeah. very funny. It was off the back of that and a lot of improv work that he found the confidence to do Thor 3 the way we did it. So mm. we should thank Ghostbusters for giving us Thor Ragnarok. Yes, exactly. And Chris I, Hemsworth wouldn't have been as confident doing Thor Ragnarok as a comedy if it weren't for Ghostbusters. One, one sure. thing I would say in anticipation for that film is that... Uh, as much as I love Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy um, and the... Oh, I can't remember their names. It's Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones and Kate McKinnon from SNL. I love Kate uh, McKinnon. I think I think they're all hilarious, and I like their films. And I really loved Bridesmaids, which Massive is Paul Feig's other one. one. <laughs> uh, no, what I would say is the uh, the humour in films like uh, Juno and Up in the Air is mm. a lot closer to the original Ghostbusters films than the humour in films like Bridesmaids. Yeah, and I think so. I think tonally. It might work, but also, as you say, it's kind of unnecessary. But I'm still quite—I'm totally going to go see it. It's totally weekend. unnecessary, and if they can't get the original cast back, mm. then uh, well, the, they'd struggle with one of them, obviously. But the fact that it's that it's already been touted as a passing of the torch—like, when does that ever work? Indiana Jones four. Oh, let's get his son in there. Yeah. It's, it's the hero you love, but now there's a younger guy along for the ride, and he's passing the torch and. Um, uh, Die Hard Five. Let's get his son in there. Yeah, uh, it's just you're yeah. always the worst. Even to an extent, the very end of uh, the Last Jedi. Even though it was just a mild hint that these children 
in that yeah. little thing can use the force. It's like, I have zero interest in I've this. I've already got my heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't need them. I don't need these extra. Or if you want to give them to me, give them to me in a completely different film. Mm. Don't link them to the Skywalker saga, please. Yeah. Anyway, but there's other things there's that other things we can I maybe be more excited about. Speaking of necessary Spider-Man films, I really enjoyed the trailer to Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Far From Home. Yes. Well, it got me excited when I saw asked that it had of, come lot, out. Asked a lot of questions. Did, uh, and I think they were, I think, I'm hoping that they're being very careful oh, yeah, with, yeah. with the footage that they could use, because I wasn't overly excited when I saw it. Oh, really? I wasn't that excited. Um... I'm just I'm just hoping that there was a lot of footage they couldn't use because it would uh, reference what sure happens in the next Avengers film. Obviously, Pat, what do you the, think? The fact that they've even released this is already teasing something from the next Avengers, which is a bit annoying. But I feel like, excuse me, that's a Sony decision, not a Marvel decision, because of the deal that Marvel and Sony struck to share yeah, sure. the, the rights to Spider Man. Um, yeah, I, it, it excited me, and it's the same guy that wrote and directed Homecoming. Mm. And so if it's as good as that, I can't wait to see it because I absolutely loved Homecoming. Sure. Quick turnaround, but though. In terms, of the, in terms of the long-going Marvel story, the Captain Marvel trailer excites me a lot more because I really want to see what this hero can do and how it's going to come into play mm. in Avengers 4. And the Avengers 4 trailer really excites me because I can't wait to see how they get out of these situations. To then tease a follow-up after that with a character that we've already seen before, it doesn't feel like the most important thing right now. Well, I think it's also it's going to be the Ant-Man 2 syndrome, isn't it? It's going to be quite a light one because we're going to have yeah. an origin story, then we're going to have the big dramatic ending and then they're going to do quite a silly film. But at least Ant-Man 2 was, was missing from um, Infinity War. And yeah. so there, there was a wonder of what he'd been up to and it was technically a prequel. Yeah. To tease a movie where you know, I want to see what happens and I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it as much as I enjoyed Homecoming, but to tease what's going to happen when... At the moment, I'm far more concerned what's going to happen in the other two movies. Mm. I'll, I'll look forward to it more nearer the time, I'm sure. At the moment, it's not yeah, the biggest priority. Yeah, we've got two other films to look forward to. Yeah. And a new season of Game of Thrones. <sighs> now, see, I didn't get that excited by this trailer. <laughs> Did you I not? It was a good trailer, but I preferred the trailer that had been released in December, I think it was, with the fire and the ice colliding. Oh, what, over, right, the, over sure. the table? Over the table, yeah. with, with the ice c- covering the wolf yeah. and the fire taking over the lion. Um, that trailer, I, 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 I assume this was just a trailer made yeah. just to be released. It didn't show anything. They've, they've the done that for previous seasons. They have. Um, um, it's basically the table trailer again, but this time with members of the cast. It, true. It's, yeah, it's a concept exactly. trailer. Yeah. But this close to it coming out, you, you want to be teased with some new footage. Yeah, yeah I, I would say I was more excited by uh, the little HBO trailer that just showed uh, Sansa saying to Daenerys, uh, Winterfell is yours. Oh, yes. Greeting Daenerys at Winterfell. That was... Knowing that her and Jon get there. That, that, little snippets like that. Just little tease. Just give me oh, something. No, I, d- I, don't want, I don't want that. You don't want anything? Don't want you don't anything. want anything? Oh, anything. okay. How would you feel about this? Because I, I've, got, I've got a feeling. Put it away. Put it away. <laughs> Put it away. I don't want to see it. I've got a feeling that this isn't the only concept trailer we're going to see because there are so many characters missing. Oh yeah. Now yeah, this, I was, think... this was this was the Stark trailer. Yeah, I then think we'll get, get a Lannister trailer. A Lannister trailer. Mm. Um, you might get uh, Bran and Sam and all the people that are involved in the the mystical side of things walking mm. along a corridor or walking along some environment and hearing yeah. snippets from the original Three Eyed Raven and whatnot. 
And then again, winter creeps up on them. The yeah. Lannisters walking through, I don't know, Casterly Rock, Tyrion, Cersei, and Jamie, and winter creeps up on them. I think you could do this with all the characters that are left living, yeah. and it would be brilliant. Yeah. And actually, I'm with you. I'd prefer they did that and not give any footage away. Yeah. So that it's all a surprise when we see it. Exactly. Oh, either way, I'm, I'm so excited about that. I think I think this year is going to be a good year for the. For You've the geeks. started your you started your rewatch of Game of Thrones, haven't you? I've I've ju- just before this we started recording, I completed my rewatch of season one, which good means going. Thomas, I can present to you your copy of season <laughs> one of Game of Thrones on DVD that utterly, you lent to me when I first watched it. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was that? That would have been. Well, I remember watching it, me and Hannah watching it uh, in our old place, and we've been here for at least four years. So, uh, about four and a half to five years ago. Joe took advantage of me being a new parent. Uh, New parent, sleep deprived, and he just said, oh, yeah, yeah, just bring it back when when you finish it, mate. I'll have it, mate. Don't don't say you don't get anything back. I I also... (laughs) I still haven't got it back. He he hasn't presented me with it. He's pointed it. I was going to hand it to you, but then I realised that... uh, You haven't took the DVD out. The last disc is still in the player, yeah, yeah. so that would have been rude, actually. (laughs) That would have been classic Um, Joe. (laughs) I also borrowed season three off you, I believe, and then lent that to our friend James Pateman. I hope he gave it back to you, mate. Did he? Uh, who knows? I've, I've been very <laughs> tired the last four years. <laughs> Bringing it back to Potter. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've got a riddle. <laughs> you, got, you got a riddle? Yep. B-I-B-T-P. Why? You didn't tell us you were doing a riddle, mate. Yep. Don't need to do it. Are you Tom's riddle? <laughs> Saves me editing in the jingle. Lovely. <laughs> With the extra s as well. <laughs> do you want to take it again and we'll do the s? Are you Tom's riddle? <laughs> <laughs> my presence is important. Despite my lack of mobility, I look for the best and worst in people. That is my special ability. Is that the door I hear? No, it was the voice actor who made that noise. So don't worry about it. Carry on the riddle, boys. When it comes to people... I divide them, you see. Let's see if you are, a good a, are as good it's at legi- legitimacy as me. Oh. Well, it's got to be the hat. Is sure. it the hat? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was saying the whole way through it's not the hat. <laughs> I thought you could have went with, and aren't you going to look like a t- <laughs> when you realise I'm not that sorting hat? <laughs> well, that ate up some time, didn't it? <laughs> what, what I was... What I was most proud of is the second bit. Is that the door I hear? No, it was the voice actor who made that noise. So don't worry about it. Carry on the riddle, boys. Uh, that's nice. What's, uh, what's the door? Ding dong. Oh, Which was Leslie Phillips' uh, catchphrase from the oh, Carry geez. On movies. Carry on. Uh, but, but brilliant. If you've never ding heard uh, Leslie Phillips do ding dong, I'll, I'll fight for you now. <laughs> I didn't realise... He always, he always said it in the context of looking at uh, a young lady. Oh, not at a door. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier. Let's hear it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for creeping out our listeners. <laughs> Tom's Conspiracy Theories. 
That was the jingle for Tom's conspiracy theories. <laughs> that has been in a previous episode. More than one. Okay. He doesn't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not sure. He thinks you're up to something. <laughs> Bit weird, mate. How you knew I was about to do my conspiracy theory. <laughs> a little bit weird. Hmm. So, uh, I've got Spotify, so I've, I've, yeah. I've listened to my playlist. Yes. And uh, one of the songs on the playlist is um, a song called Colorbind by Darius Dinesh. Oh, yes. I don't know if you remember that song. Uh, Darius was uh, in Pop Idol. I remember. Well, ri- originally, he was in Pop Stars. Pop Stars, Pop Stars, yeah. they were attempting to... It was a reality TV show where uh, three judges tried to form a band uh, of five. Uh, they were looking for a mixture of girls and boys. Darius came across as a messiah Jesus figure. Wasn't he like the guy? He was like, it's all about the love, man, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's all about the love. There's so much love in this room. When he got kicked out, there were people crying. <laughs> and he was just like, look at this. So much love in this room. Anyway, he, he returned. He did have a Jesus hairdo, didn't he? He did have a Jesus yeah. hairdo. Now, he returned and did um, the sec- the second series, no, the first series of Pop Idol, which was now they're just looking for one singer. Right. And uh, it was the first series, and uh, Darius attempted to get into the top ten. He didn't. However, who did get in the top ten was um, a guy called Rick Waller. Right. Oh, was he, was he the, the big guy? He was the large gentleman. Yeah. He was very large. He was. He was rotund. Yes. Um, he had a good good set of lungs on him. He did. Great um, voice. He could sing. He had a good set of pipes. Um, however, when they, he was moving on to the live show, the top ten, mm-hmm. He was mysteriously struck down with laryngitis. Oh. Now, I looked up at laryngitis. Um, <laughs> it, it's caused by, mostly caused by a viral infection. Uh, the most contagious time uh, frame for laryngitis is when a person has a fever. Now, what I'm trying to say is, I believe that Simon Cow <laughs> took out Rick Waller, poor Rick Waller, Right, right. Took, took him out because okay. he didn't want him on the live TV shows <laughs> because of him being a large man. Right, okay. Right? Wow. Why is this? Now, this has never been covered. Now, Rick Waller <laughs> took out. I wonder why. Now, the, reason I, the reason I brought Darius up is because Darius replaced him. Right, okay. And ended up finishing third. Good oh. for Darius. Uh, behind, of course. Will Young and Gareth Gates. Yes. Yes. Memory. Memory. Um, so that's, that's my conspiracy. You can't just catch laryngitis. Now, Rick Waller was on the live shows for a bit, though, wasn't he? How long was he on it before he got... Uh, I think he might have done the first two... Because I remember the, the voiceover announcer going, Rick Waller! It might have been... Several first. times. Maybe oh. several is twice. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't think it's loads because Darius... They wouldn't have brought back someone that didn't make the final ten. They would have just brought someone who made the final mm. ten. Hmm... I'm, I don't think he did a live show performance. Really? I'm this sure I heard it. No. Rick Waller. You d- I don't think you did because that was also, that's... Um, the pop idol. That's it. No, that's, pop, X, uh, that's X Factor. X Factor guy. So uh, Maybe. Uh, maybe I'm confusing my memories. I think you are. I think maybe you... So how do you give someone laryngitis? Well, this is, this is the thing. That's the conspiracy. How Chem- did they Chemical do warfare from Cal. Chemical warfare. Is that what you're... That, that or the Russians. Okay, well, should we? Well, d- Pat, can you be our investigative reporter on this and delve oh, deeper? Over originally the week? from Gillingham, Kent. I know. I know from 2013, 
Uh, there was a report that he'd become an exam invigilator. So it might involve you going I've, undercover. I've heard this, yes. I have heard it. A little it. bit of kindergarten cop where you have to go undercover. <laughs> <laughs> and take an exam and just stare at him and... Let's see what you thought. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll use my my connections in the industry. I'll speak to someone at ITV, and I'll get Michael from Michael's Corner and his connections in the education uh, business, yes. um, the school business, as they call it. There's no business like school business uh, to see if he knows of any invigilators. He might not want to talk about it. He might go, Rick, what happened? What happened in 2001? <laughs> and he'll go, what the planes crashing into Dow? Like not that, not that, Rick. <laughs> Never that. The it's lounge. not how you get his attention anyway. You go, Rick, Walla, and then he turns around yes. and opens his mouth and, and hopefully goes, talks oh, truth. That never happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine if imagine if you've got his medical records and you're like, sorry, Rick, says here, um, you've never suffered from laryngitis. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But here is your financial records. Looks like you were given a pretty hefty payoff in 2001. <laughs> you think he was in on it? Maybe. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just feeding the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I don't think that's the expression. I'm just turning those caterpillars into butterflies, mate. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> what I love right about thing. your conspiracy theory, there's no theory, because you're not saying he wasn't on it, and you're not saying he wasn't. You're saying, we don't know. Tom's conspiracy, <laughs> Tom's conspiracy theories. Uh, more than one. Theory one. <laughs> Theory one. Given Theory one. Theory one. The Pop Idol production team yeah. sh- deliberately infected Rick Waller. Okay, right. that's theory one. Theory two? Theory two. They approached Rick Waller, said, we don't want you on a live show. We'll give you some money. We'll pretend you're ill. You can go away. Waller's in on it. Come back in a little bit of time and you can release a single, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. It goes to number six. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we've got a lovely they t- little... They told him that before. Yeah. We've got oh, a lovely okay. little job for you as an exam invigilator after that. Don't worry, you'll <laughs> land on your feet. You'll land on your feet. No one's going to ask any questions. Why was there not questions asked about this? Well, Conspiracy 3. It was, it was all above board. It was, it was just fine. To yeah. what nefarious end? <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. All, all, all jokes aside, do you think if Simon Cowell... What do you mean all jokes all aside? Jokes. Where no. are the jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you think if Simon Cowell wanted someone dead, he could have a person killed? Um, my g- good, good time to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it now. Uh, I think he could, actually. I reckon he could. Yeah. I think he's got enough connections. I think he's got enough clout. Mm. All right, guys. I mean, Tom's been asking for it. Let's bring it back to Potter for a little bit, shall we? Yeah, go BT, on. B. 2P. <laughs> and now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang bring you Potter Now, Tom, I know you already know this, um, but Fantastic Beast 3, they've pushed back production. Mm. Mm. Now, they haven't really said why. They've just said that um, the, uh, the studio's begun slowing down production on the franchise films where necessary rather than rushing them out to reach an already announced release date. I'm a fan of that. Uh, it does sound like uh, shutting a stable door after the horse is bolted because that's probably what they should have done before the second one. Yeah, they, <laughs> should, have, they yeah. should have done some script checks on the second one, make sure everyone was happy with... Yeah. Uh, I don't want to cast aspersions on J.K. Rowling's writing ability, but there were obviously problems yeah. mm. that, sounds that like movie. That sounds like there's rewrites happening as we speak. But on that Sarah. topic, I've, got, I've, I've, I've found a, a, pretty, a, a theory that I like 
online about Pat, Pat's Mago- conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, you trying to muscle in on something, mate? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Can dream I have a word? of it. No. I wouldn't dream of it. This is this is Pat's. What are they up to? Theories. <laughs> what aren't they telling us? Questions. Not, not quite as catchy. But go on. <laughs> so everyone's annoyed that McGonagall was in. Um, Crimes of Grindelwald. That seems fairly universal. Yeah, it seems fairly universal, and and I I think I know what you're going to say about this theory. Now, I like this theory a lot. So, we all believe that she was born in 1935, Yes. based on the information we got from the books, and Crimes of Grindelwald was set in 1928. Yes. There is enough information in the books to suggest she was actually born in 1889. Oh, this is not... I, I heard the theory that she used a time turner. Uh, if she used a time turner, I'm very annoyed with that. Yeah, yeah, that's so, awful. I, yeah. I mean, yes, that's used a time turner to get a job before <laughs> she got the job, yeah. <laughs> which right. is really annoying. And I really hope that's not it. And and also, what you forget is actually, yeah, she's a teacher in 1928 uh, during Crimes of Grindelwald, but uh, there is a flashback that Newt Scamander has to 1910 where she's also a teacher. Yeah, so she's a teacher for a very long time. Yeah, and not the what was it, sixty-five years or fifty-nine years that she she quoted in Order of the Phoenix. So anyway. nineteen ten, she's twenty-two and a teacher at Hogwarts. Then, well, now you're going to have to use your maths here. Okay, so we H- know. Happy to. Yeah, we know that she taught Lita Lestrange in nineteen ten. Okay. And that she'd worked at the ministry for two years before working at Hogwarts. Okay. We know that she didn't teach Tom Riddle. Because Dumbledore tells Harry that... Or or, uh, I can't remember exactly how it came about, but none of the other faculty had dealt with Tom Tom Riddle. Hmm. Slughorn had. Yeah. Dumbledore had. McGonagall hadn't. Which suggests that the, the total year she's talking about when she says to Umbridge... Uh, I've taught for 39 years at the end of this year. Might not have been 39 consecutive years. That's she, okay. There's enough information in the book that suggests that she was born earlier and then had a break in the middle of teaching, which is why when she started, she's teaching Transfiguration. That's why Dumbledore took over as Defense Against the Dark Arts. When she had a break, Dumbledore went back to Transfiguration. Yeah. And when she started again... Dumbledore becomes headmaster. She takes over Transfiguration, and that's that. So it explains two other plot holes, or yes. one other plot hole. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean that all that all makes sense, but is also all just unnecessary. Well, an answer to unnecessary that, complication. An answer to that question could lie in the extended edition of Crimes and Grindelwald that will be released. I think it's only been released digitally. Digitally. So. All right. Because uh, when okay. I was looking at this, I, I read more. that they had filmed a se- Jude Law said that he'd filmed a scene with the actress playing McGonagall. Right. Now, ah, what, now okay. what are Dumbledore and McGonagall chatting about that, yeah. that is good enough to be written about by J.K. Rowling, but maybe not now in terms of the films, too much to put in? Well, okay. well, I, that, well that can be a big uh, bringing it back to Potter episode yes. where we cover the extended version of the film. Yeah. But I, I like this theory. The maths adds up. If you read about it online that uh, McGonagall was born in 1889 or a couple of years either side. It doesn't actually affect too much. I like, I like to keep my faith in JK. She knows what she's doing. I'm yeah. sure there's a reason for it. Mm. We hope. The yeah, only other thing crossed. I've got is, did you see this thing about Harry's scar? No, no. Do you, what, do you know why it's shaped like a lightning bolt? Uh, no. No. Someone has found on Pottermore that the, uh, the, the wand movement for the Avada Kedavra curse is essentially uh, an S that's slightly uh, rotated. 
rotated 90 degrees counterclockwise. So that's the that's the the, the wrist flick you make for the killing curse. Right. For oh, it to work. And that's why when it hit Harry and rebounded, it didn't kill him. Everyone else, it would just hit but and it kill. it left a mark. It left that shape of a mark. Oh. Yeah, should we discuss this film you made us watch then, Tom? Yeah. So last week... Wait, wait, wait. I've got, I've got a jingle. Have you? Oh, yeah. I've made a jingle for it. Oh. Go on. So, right. So you, you cue it up, Tom, and then I'll play the jingle. Tom, what's this section called? Bad Movie Recommendations. That's for using my towel the other day. Oh, but it is! There's the magic bite of cards, it is! <laughs> oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Oh, I love my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh. um, just quickly, we, we, we were meant to talk about Nevermore this week. <laughs> The book club. Yeah, we went to the book club. <laughs> uh, I did, yeah. Uh, How do you guys find? Have you finished? You all finished? No, not finished it yet. Ah, oh, we'll do it next week. So we'll go next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a bit of a letdown. It was. Did you like my jingle though? Oh my god, I, d- I did. What was? So we had. Uh, what was Phantom the first Menace. one? The first one was from the film we're about to discuss. That's for using my towel. That's that's for using my towel. That's for oh, using god, my towel. I, d- I don't well, even remember that. First of all, I'm going to line up, basically, uh, this is bad movie recommendations. Yes, it is. It's a segment I brought up last week, and what we do in this uh, segment is one of us chooses a film the other two haven't seen, and in the course of the following week, they have to watch it. Um, And I have to apologise, guys. I really have to apologise, because... (laughs) <laughs> I gave you on the line, and it turns out it's not even a bad movie. Oh, it's a you good insane. Oh, film. you insane. It's not that bad. It's, it's, it's a very bad film, bad Tom. Film. It's what's, 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 how did you find it, Joe? Where, where were you when you watched it? What time? I was, I was sitting right here. It would have been uh, Saturday morning, and Perfect I immediately time. had to watch another film afterwards to cleanse myself. You're welcome. <laughs> it um, was... Double film Saturday. At one point... There was uh, one of the characters was a bit shock, did yeah. a double take, and then there was the sound effect. Lovely. It was the worst. Lovely. It was one of the worst now, ones I've ever seen. I, so I, I took Lovely. some notes on this, and yeah. and I know, I know I blamed the chain of cinemas, uh, Odeon earlier for making me drink again. But truly, I think <laughs> this movie is what broke Dry January for when me. Did I, you, when did you watch it? Saturday evening with Michael from Michael's right. Corner. After you'd already broken your drinking. Tom's oh, conspiracy I hadn't drank that much. Just a little bit. I'd already I'd slipped a little, but that's fine. I was back on track, and then this movie was just... I can't remember the last time I checked how far we were through a movie. <laughs> so often through a movie. You can't say it during an 86-minute movie. I know, like... <laughs> 20 minutes left. Oh, God. You can't that's that's got to be 10 minutes. No, 18 minutes left. You can't Jesus. say it drove you to drink when you were halfway there. <laughs> you were already on the road. <laughs> I, was, I was walking to drink, and then this film picked me up and drove me the rest no, of the way. Be fair, Tom, we did see him on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> it didn't, uh, didn't look good. What, what did you like about it? Hey? What did you like about it? You liked it. Cheeky. How? What, what, it, cheeky in that they made Charming. people watch it. What's Charming? cheeky? No, it wasn't. Che- they couldn't Good. even say ass. 
in the movie. That's how Americans say it. <laughs> no, no, they could. No, Chicago. that is how Americans say it. Chicago. That is how Americans say it. But they would but they wouldn't even let the character say ass. There was a moment where they were meant to say ass backwards, and they said bass ackwards. Yes. Right, I mean, I, mean I, I, I had issues with this film from, uh, from moment one. Same. But I, w- I will start it off, though, with a fun fact. What? Uh, the, the opening song of the film was uh, a cover of Two Princes by The Spin Doctors. Yeah. Uh, the so- Spin Doctors' single... Of two princes, the B side was called "Off My Line." Quite sim, quite similar title there. There you go. Did you Google that during the film? Yes, <laughs> very much what? so. <laughs> what did? You, what was from the off? What do you mean from the off? Uh, well, he's in a rock band. Yes, he's in mate. a band, and they're doing a version of uh, of two princes. Yep, good. Work. For those that don't know that, it's uh, it's playing in the background now. Yeah. Uh, and then the voiceover goes, uh, "This is my band. We were all about the rock." I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> mate. I'm going to stop you right there. What was the name of the band? I don't remember. Granite. We were all about the rock. It was a joke. <laughs> but, but they don't, they, you know they, they, don't they say something no. else though. It was a joke. It's like we were hardcore. And yes. then and then it 90, was a joke. 90 seconds go by and He's the only joking. hardcore thing they do is kick over a speaker. Exactly. It's a joke. Yes. He is being is self-deprecating. It? You know what this is? What what I'm looking at? Toxic masculinity. Jokes. <laughs> That's what this is. Jokes are funny. I'm Gillette. <laughs> Jokes oh. <laughs> Don't. I'm shaving away <laughs> the toxic masculinity and you guys are here putting it in my face. Should we go over the plot at least yes. for the people that, okay. that, yes. Sorry, that I'm didn't just getting put annoyed. themselves through this cinematic torture? Well done if you didn't. So Lance Bass, who plays the role of Kevin, uh, he's, he's a, a lovable loser in love. He never seems to be able to seal the deal. And uh, he works in an advertising agency. He's working on a Reebok campaign. He is. Oh, and don't you know it? How much did Reebok give to this oh, film? Yeah, Reebok got an awful lot for that. Probably as Re- much as Reebok. McDonald's gave for that insufferable little kid on the bus to start like showing him how to chat up girls. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> was fun. Oh, bin that kid. <laughs> Put that kid in a bin. Lovely. Okay. okay, so he meets a girl on the L train. Yep. Uh, doesn't get her name because he can't seal the deal, as his oh, no. flatmates all... tell him. We're all really you can never seal the deal, Kevin. Uh, roommates, we're in Chi Town now, mate. So, sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we're Respect. in. A... That's cultural appropriation. What you just did there. I'm so. sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Roommates, uh, he can never seal the deal, and so he goes around and puts up uh, posters across mm. town, looking for, the girl. looking for the girl. Lovely, because you're willing him. You're like, come on, ask for a number, mate. Yeah, ask for, ask for a number, please. And then they so... both can name the presidents in order. Okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so uh, he's he's on the hunt for the girl. The press get interested, and then at the end of the film, flipping national media are there to see if she turns up at a train station. Yeah. And how they know which annoying. which is the right train station because the advert he put up saying, "I'll meet you at our station." In, in inverted commas, so it was like, you know, only the two of us will know. Yet somehow everyone knows where his station is. Everyone was interested in this story, and that was my real issue. They went to see Al Green live in concert, and Al Green was actually in the film, and Al Green says on stage that he read that story in the newspaper. Yes. And Al Green has the most magic microphone, because he could be six feet away from it, and it's still <laughs> picking up everything he's singing. Yes, I spotted that. There were... There were a lot of uh, stage-based issues I had with that film, actually. At one point, um, uh, Joey is uh, fronting his band, and they're playing a song, and he's and got an... a aco- fine comedic performance uh, Joey puts well, in. Well, he's got a lovely acoustic guitar around his neck that he's not playing, <laughs> uh, and there's no acoustic guitar in the song, so well done for not touching your guitar. Do you like, However, uh, when do you he like kicks... Johnny o- Be- do you like Back to the Future, Johnny Be Good scene, mate? 
because he's not playing that guitar either. He's at least playing correct chords. That's not what you said. That is exactly what you I said. said. I, ju- I just said it and Pat you heard just me. said he's not playing <laughs> the guitar. No, as in he's not touching the guitar. The song is playing. Okay, here's, here's the punchline, though. He kicks over his own amp, and for some reason, that stops the entire song. <laughs> the amp of a guitar that he hasn't played... <laughs> Stops the song. It's a funny film. You like this? <laughs> <laughs> Going back. It's got us giggling. I was reading today in the newspaper about a young man who found someone on a train. Look at me. Trying... I swear, I got him. I got him. What do they look like? Just tell me quick. Oh, I knew this was serious. I think it's very brave to make a comedy with no jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they really I'm went for it. There. I'm with you there. And uh, about uh, not very early in the film, actually, um, Jerry Stiller is uh, one of the characters yes. in it, yeah. uh, and he's got a baseball. And uh, Lance Bass says, "Are you ever going to tell him about that baseball?" And he says, "No." And that's that's <laughs> it for that. But I immediately wrote down, "I bet he does tell him about the baseball." And then two pages later in my notes, uh, that came true. Well, Yay! At least, uh, well done. At least that was a plot with a, a resolution because yeah. the the girl that uh, once yeah, again the, though it's not yeah. an arc. Like, it's not an arc. It's, it's an arc, from no to yes. But at least there's a re- resolution. The girl that's kind of the antagonist that he's working with, who steals his idea and then gives it back to him, apropos of no character motivation to change her mind, uh, that's something we're just left to wonder. Why did that happen? The journalist that's got it in for him, that story just goes nowhere. Oh, yeah. The journalist that's covering his story wanted the, to go out with the... wanted to take a girl to the prom. That he took to the prom, that even though we're meant to feel sorry for him because he can't close the deal. Yet hot girls are falling over themselves trying to invite yeah. him to prom. Ridiculous. Uh, oh, just one thing about the, the nasty woman who works in advertising. Uh, when they had the pitch they didn't like and then she stole his pitch, uh, her line leading up to bringing up uh, his pitch was, oh, and that's why we came up with something so fabulous. Imagine saying that in a marketing <laughs> meeting. I'd have okay. left the room. Imagine yep. saying that. I've got a worse line of dialogue for you. Girl that he chats up on the train. Uh-huh. After she's, uh, she's left him and he hasn't asked for a number, she goes home and speaks to her flatmate. And her flatmate <laughs> says, oh, how was it uh, in Chicago? And uh, she goes, oh, it was fine. And her flatmate goes... You just spent your weekend in Chicago with your boyfriend of three years and you come <laughs> home and you tell me it was fine. Yes, because she's helping us. She's letting that's, us that's in. That's great it's exposition. Awful, Fantastic awful exposition. exposition. Like, filling us in. Surely give us a it was great or it was good or something. I liked the I liked the setup of uh, her boyfriend being uh, an evil money grabber. Yeah. Who, and she meets him in the restaurant and he's on his phone. Then he hangs up his phone. Then his phone rings again. And his cash registers. It's cash registers. registers. Ringtone. It's like we get it. We get it. It's a money grabber. <laughs> that bit did actually make me laugh. No, that annoyed <laughs> I'll me. Admit to that. So I'm that try, was trying fun. too hard. That was 27 minutes in. I that I laughed. At that but so, um, sorry, did you say you think he was a money grabber? Well, he chases money. Yeah, yeah he, he chases money. So it did the yeah. job, didn't it? That scene. I already got it. I already got. I didn't already need the cash register. I got it from the suit and him being busy on the phone. Okay. Didn't need like every distant dad in any okay. film from the eighties well, and nineties. You're a musician, Joe. Yeah. You've been in bands. Would you like to be playing in a dive bar and then suddenly a superstar comes in and goes, "Hey, that... I, li- I liked your tape." I mean, you jump into the end here, Tom. Uh, <laughs> I did. I did make a note of that. <laughs> yeah, you uh, like that. Before yeah. before we get there, I just want to complain about the editing of the movie. It was so slow. I, you you can ask Michael who I was watching it with. 
About three seconds before the end of every <laughs> shot. You made Mike watch it as well. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to watch it alone. Three seconds before the end of every shot, I was screaming, cut, cut, we get it. We get it, cut. Oh, they're both walking down the road feeling sad, cut. He's putting posters Big. up around town, I was a, I was a massive fan of the sad montage, mainly because it ended actually with a guy slow mopping. Don't know yeah. who the character was, yeah. but he was slowly mopping. And he and threw his... Oh, that is a sad no, montage. That, I'll be honest, he threw the paper airplane at the guy mopping. <laughs> <laughs> it landed, and then the guy mopped up the paper airplane. Oh my I... god, that is a conversation from their, from their falling in love scene. Tell me something you'd only tell a stranger. And she says, I make paper airplanes. My dad's a pilot. That's yeah. the worst thing to t- <laughs> Yes, nice. Oh, well. <laughs> oh so amazing. you make little paper versions of what your dad flies and you throw them and they crash. Oh, I make police cars. <laughs> I make police cars, mate, in my spare time. <laughs> I make paper police cars no and I throw them around. I got, I got very excited. There was a bit of a, a males here moment in the film <laughs> where someone, uh, someone falls over and hurts themselves and then a guy comes from round the corner and says, oh, that's got to hurt. He didn't even see it. He doesn't know if it's got to hurt. <laughs> I think he's just assuming by looking at the guy in pain that something had to hurt. Yeah. That'll probably hurt. <laughs> that's going to hurt. Oh, appendicitis, that's going to hurt. I, I wish I'd filmed it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and film this and tweet it out. There is Where they're playing for time so much with the bad editing, there is literally a moment where, I think it's just after he's fixed the printer for the girl, he walks out of shot and then two seconds later walks back into shot to walk out the door. <laughs> And that's where they cut it. <laughs> it's the funny. worst editing I've ever seen. That's funny. amazing. We spoke about the presidents. We spoke about the president. And oh God, did they actually have to list all of them? That went on for far too long. I, would, I wouldn't have believed them. Uh, if someone said to me, I can oh name... Oh my God, yeah, I, that was another I, note I, I made. I actually don't believe him. Because if he could name all the presidents, he'd have started at the start with her instead of starting three quarters of the way through with her just so they could finish yeah, together in a think, really sweet think, way. Think of a quicker talent. Yeah, Film writers, please. I don't. Uh, need, what was so? What was it? It was. It was up to George W. Bush. Those forty-three right. presidents. Wash, they named Washington, it. Adams. Uh, you don't Jefferson. know them all. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Jefferson, Obama, Bush. <laughs> Please tell me this isn't on the quiz. <laughs> um, uh, right, uh, Kennedy. So, oh, so, speaking, so speaking of toxic masculinity, Thomas. Yes. At one point in this scene, when they're dating all these women. Oh yeah, one yeah, of yeah. Them, yes. Uh, jo- uh, Joey accidentally kicks in the face and breaks her ankle, and then they laugh about it. They do, yeah, at the was... breakfast table. Yes, that was odd. <laughs> that was, <laughs> was really yes. odd. I want to hear you play one of the songs that you wrote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was freaking great, right? I was like, sure. So here I am. So I start jamming. I'm going, I'm grooving, I'm rocking, I'm rolling, I'm just going absolutely crazy. You know that signature move where I do it? I kick that amp? Oh, yeah. That's when it happened. Yes! What? What? Dude, you broke her nose? And her ankle. <laughs> I just made a note saying, what does Joey say here? Uh, I couldn't quite make it out. I think it's, uh, I think he's saying you never know, but... I mean, have have another take, Joey. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, it was an odd one. Let's see if we can hear it. So he does a little spray, spray of the breath. You never know. Never Never know. You never know. Never know. Have another take. <laughs> Pronounce the words. You, you never know. 
never know. I'm just going through my notes here. I've skipped a few. Uh, these characters are all, I won't say the word, and the, the performances are all, I won't say the word. Um, I really hope this film ends with one or both of them dead on the line. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack, there was a little bit of, uh, a little bit of music, like a doom, 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 oh, that God. was played for at least, I would say, 15 minutes of this movie. Five minutes near the huh? start, five minutes near the middle. It's like... God, and that, that bit where he's singing on the train. And he's got a CD, CD Walkman as well. And then later on you see someone play a Game Boy and it doesn't look like he's got a game cartridge in. No, <laughs> but, you, but you can hear the soundtrack and he's playing Tetris. Do yes. you know anyone who... Because I've I've been on the tube and I've seen people like with headphones on singing really loudly and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you know not anyone, sober? Do you know anyone who would approach that person and start flirting with them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not anymore. <laughs> I cut those people out of my life. <laughs> so listen, get off the fence, guys. What did you really think about this? Film? <laughs> I mean, I will say in the in the credit sequence. Uh, who two, turns up? Two other members of NSYNC, including Justin Timberlake, who I've got a lot of time for. Yes, and he plays a very, very camp man. Yeah, I don't think you get away with that now. No, nope, that's exactly what no. I thought. <laughs> no, but I, it would. I mean, for a bad movie recommendation, <laughs> I mean, we've got we've got to up our game yes. <laughs> with, with whatever you're going to watch next. So we're tossing a coin, are we? Yes. Uh, I haven't got a coin on me. I've just realised. But what I will say, I've flip got, over your laptop, and I've if it breaks, a... it's me. <laughs> I've got a uh, I've got a a jack lead adapter, uh, which I should be able to conceal in one of my hands. Okay. Uh, I guess if you pick it, you get to choose the film. Okay. Okay. Which hand is it in? Uh, I'm going to say the 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 one with the watch. The one with the watch. You are correct. Okay, so it's your film next, sir. And I, and I, I, I would choose next week. I believe I teased it last week. You both have to watch downsizing. Okay, right, downsizing That's this fine. week. So next week we'll be talking about downsizing, which Pat thoroughly hated. Okay, guys, we have been recording for ages, and mm. uh, lucky for the listeners, they won't hear all of it. Uh, Just for the listeners, that last segment, <laughs> bad movie recommendation. If you think that was a long segment... <laughs> 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 Joe has done some editing, because I know you can't put that out as it I was. can't put all of it out, no but, way. Yeah. Uh, if but you then, think that was long, try watching On The Line. I'm, ge- <laughs> I'm genuinely sweating from I that we, segment. I think we nearly did the same running time that On The Line was as a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we, are actually, we are breaking uh, AATTA records for uh, the length of time we've recorded. Oh, uh, Apart from the days where, of course, we used to record two episodes at a time. Mm. Uh, Good fact. riddance to those days. Yeah, yeah. thank goodness. Uh, okay, guys. So uh, I actually struggled with the quiz a little bit this week because it was the first time that I haven't done a fully Harry Potter based quiz. Okay. So fully? I was like, what do I, what do I do a quiz on? I, d- I had to sort of decide what the subjects was. So I decided, let's just do it on the last week in our lives. Oh. What have, ah. what, what, what have we? What have we all consumed? We've consumed okay. a Game of Thrones trailer. We've consumed Spider Man. We've consumed Ghostbusters. We've consumed On the Line. We're always consuming some sort of Potter. Yes. So uh, these are the sort of questions I've gone for. Uh, we are going back to the higher and lower format. 
Okay. Uh, seven. I will... Uh, what is it? Are you saying seven? Yeah. Oh, you just said a number. I was going to ask one of you to just pick a starting number. Seven. Okay, so you the starting yeah. number is seven. So Pat's chosen the starting number. So Tom... You are the. You will get the first higher or lower, and we'll okay. go back and forth. You will get a point for each correct higher or lower. Right. Okay. Okay. So the starting number is seven. Higher or lower? Higher. The, the number of spi- The number of Spider-Man movie villains since uh, what's his name in two thousand and two or whatever it was. Um, higher. Higher. The answer is twenty-four. So that's one for Tom. Twenty-four. Uh, yeah, there's loads of like mini villains and stuff, and oh. then there's also there's also been other movies like Into the Spider Verse and right, stuff like okay, that. Cool. Um, are you, and are you counting the new one because it looks like the Elementals are in the new one, and those are oh, those are I four like... characters are on on their own. Uh, do you know what? I didn't actually. I just sort of counted. Okay, counted from a website. Also from a website, uh, according to Ranker dot com. Mm-hmm. How many ghosts in the two Ghostbusters movies? The two Ghostbusters movies. And that's not including the random ones and like when, you know, they have to turn off the thing and all the ghosts fly out. It's not including them. It's ones that have been focused on. You're asking me this one. Yes. This uh, higher higher or lower than 24 ghosts in Ghostbusters. Oh, lower. It's 22. Correct. To Patrick. Okay. Much lower, actually. (laughs) Uh, How many million... Below, uh, below the budget, did on the line take at box office? Was it higher or lower than twenty-two in millions? So not so obviously it's in millions, so that's higher than twenty-two. But we're rounding it down. Oh, it didn't make twenty-two million, so yeah, lower than that. No, but it's as in how much lower than its budget? So it came in. Oh, it, it didn't make back its budget. Didn't make back its budget. So I'd say it's lower than twenty-two. Lower than twenty-two. You are correct. It is uh, 5.6. It was a 10 million budget and it took 4.4 at the box office. So that's another point for Tom. Uh, Okay, so 5.6. NSYNC's approximate records sold. This has got to be a a higher or lower than 5.6. Yeah. I'm going to say higher. It is higher. It's a lot higher. It's 50 million. Uh, I tell you what, I didn't order these very well. Okay, Tom, the two princes peak UK chart position. It's lower than you think. So is it is that position higher or lower than fifty? Uh, I'd say higher. I think maybe in the forties. So you're saying lower because it's fifty million. Because it's lower oh, than fifty. Higher. Oh yeah, lower than yeah. Oh yeah, it reached number seven. It didn't do that bad. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, but it's higher in the charts. Yes. Uh, That's in, why I said higher. In yeah, terms yeah. of hundred thousands, how much do Game of Thrones main five cast members get paid per episode? So is it higher or lower than 700,000? 700,000. Per episode, according to Variety, as of the last season. <sighs> the main cast, I would say... I'm going to go with more because... I'm just going to go with more. Okay. You're wrong. I'm afraid ah! it's five hundred thousand per episode, according ah! to Variety. So we're talking what? Lena had Hed- Hedy. Lena Hedy. Uh, of course, it's lower because I was thinking of like I, uh, the Frasier and the the I Friends who were John getting Snow, like a million. Daenerys. Daenerys. I was thinking of those sitcom stars who were getting a million, but they, <laughs> they, their revenue all comes off of commercials. HBO obviously yeah. 
Now, and okay, Tom. Now we're taking ah. the now we're taking the first two digits. Right. So it's fifty. Yes. So higher or lower? Uh, how much did J.K. Rowling reportedly earn from eBooks last year in millions? Okay. Higher or lower than fifty? Lower. Lower than 50. It's correct. It's thirty-three million. That's an awful lot of money to earn from eBooks, though. Yeah. Okay, so Tom, it's four two, Pat, mm. and we're going back to the the first two digits again. Okay, so it depends where you think it ranks on Amazon sales. Where does Nevermore rank in relation to thirty three? In relation to thirty three, so it's the first two digits. It could be thirty second, yeah, uh, and that mean, that means it would be lower. But it could this is Amazon book sales, not Amazon sales total. Am- yeah, Amazon book sales. <laughs> So it it could be that, or it could be fiftieth, mm. which would make it higher. But it could also be a thousandth. But that would make the first two digits ten. So what? it would be lower. Oh, this is ridiculous. The, fir- the first two digits. <laughs> He's lost. Just go, of the just Amazon sales rank. Quiz, for God's sake. Well, explain those maths again. Right. The, so the Amazon sales rank. Yeah. Th- guess where it would be. In like just any any number. Right. It's, not, it's not a massively popular book. So could, for, could be anywhere. So for argument's sake, if I say it is the fortieth best selling book Or or for argument's sake, you think it's the two thousand seven hundredth best selling book. That would make the first two digits of that number twenty seven, which would be lower than thirty three. Oh, See what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Well I'm gonna say well I'm gonna say higher. No, lower. Sorry, because I've just understood the maths. Right, you're saying lower. So it's n- yeah. Okay, you are correct. Uh, it was uh, one uh, sixteen thousand one hundred thirty second in the sales ranks. It's not bad. Uh, it's not bad. It's better than us. Mm. Uh, okay. So we are. It's Tom four, Pat three. So now I've got I've got two snitches, one right. for each of you. Okay. And it's a higher, you've just got a higher and lower. You have to guess which is highest and guess which is lowest from okay. the two snitches. Okay. okay, Tom, I will give you the first one. Which is higher? The amount J.K. Rowling sold the rights for the first four Harry Potter books to Warner Brothers in US dollars or the number of copies of Cursed Child script printed for initial release date? Ho, 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 ho. Give me that question again. Right, so which is higher? The amount of money in US dollars that J.K. Rowling sold the rights to the first four Harry Potter books to Warner Brothers, or the number of copies of the Cursed Child script printed before its initial release. So not sold, printed for release. J.K. Rowling's money. Higher. Okay, uh, Cursed Child, uh, the amount of copies printed for its initial release date was 4.5 million. Okay, oh, sorry, I've just remembered there's another element to this, and I've just remembered in time. And what do you think the difference is? Um, well, surely she to sell four book rights. For, book rights of four films. I reckon she got eight million. Okay, so you think, so you think the difference would be 3.5. I've given you an unfair uh, advantage. Yeah, I do there. now. No. Uh, okay, so you're, you're saying 3.5 million. 3.5 million. Okay. For Tom, okay, so because it's a bonus point to who gets the closest right. guess, okay, okay, and I'll, but I will tell you, I mean that is a, is actually an incredible guess, 
Right. But for the wrong reason. Okay. The difference is 3.6 million, but she sold the first four books for 1.9 million US dollars. That's all she sold them for. Is that not insane? But thankfully, just the first four, I imagine. Yeah. The renegotiation, there's, well, there's no wonder why I couldn't find that number online. Yeah. That also, wasn't publicised. Also, by the time the first movie was coming out, she was just about to release the fourth. So there was still no... No, no, the fourth one was that way out. Oh, was it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's when... It, but the, before production of the first, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fourth one came out, and then there was oh, okay. all the stuff about... The but f- even the still, there's the four film. books out when she's negotiating a film deal, and she's, yeah. she says she's got a plan for seven, but no one knows she might extend yeah, it to exactly. eight, or maybe the fifth one will be crap, and she'll cut them short. Okay, right, Patrick is your one, your snitch. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you the higher or lower, okay. and then I will tell you the figure of the other one that you don't choose, and then you try and guess the difference between the two. Okay, so the highest worldwide gross in US dollars was mm-hmm. Order of the Phoenix or the Half-Blood Prince. Okay. So, okay, so which one do you think took the highest gross? I, um, I think it was the Half Blood Prince. I think it was Half Blood Prince. Okay, I can I can now, tell do you. Do I get the figures before? I can tell you the Order of the Phoenix mm-hmm. took nine hundred and forty million in US dollars. So, what do you think the difference is between that uh, Order of the Phoenix's take and Half Blood Prince's take? I still think Half-Blood Prince was more. I'm going to go for 15 million. 15 mil. Okay. Well, I can tell you that Tom gets the bonus point. And I can tell you that Half-Blood Prince took 934 million. Made less. Made less than Order of the Phoenix. The difference is only 6 million. So, Thomas, you have won it. Bosh. By 5 to 3 in the end. Congratulations. Get it. Okay, so that's that quiz. Uh, And fun fact, for Mm -hmm. anyone who thought that uh, the higher or lower quiz was a bit rambly and didn't make much sense, uh, I've just realised that I wrote it in its proper order on the other page that I wasn't reading. So uh, that's why it seemed a little shambolic there. So what we're going to do with this episode is we're going to release an extended edition. (laughs) (laughs) And I would advise that you listen to the episode that is lower in minutes. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to get in touch with your show, you can on Twitter and Facebook at AATTAPod, or you can via email, AATTAPod at gmail.com. Or we've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, AATTAPodcast. And a podcast. Spotify yeah. playlist. Spotify playlist, which is good if you've got a telephone contract that offers that. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> AATTAPod's Fantastic Beats, the midwinter edition. Bosh stuff. Uh, which I'll be updating uh, in February in time for Valentine's Day. Because it's, it's much easier to find love songs Ooh, than yes. songs that sum up the bleakness of January. A bit of Al Green. A bit of Al Green, a bit of NSYNC. Lovely. We've discussed this film, so that song is going to make it into the playlist. So uh, you if go, you want to uh, play along with bad movie recommendations, yes, why don't please you take send some, some time out to watch Downsizing this week? Yes. Yeah. Or, because uh, <laughs> once I've recommended mine... If, if the listeners want to send through a bad film that none of us have seen... Oh, God, that the three of us have to watch. Yeah, that yeah. could be quite fun. <laughs> uh, good luck trying to... And again, it. it doesn't have good to be a movie... Good luck trying to choose a bad movie I haven't watched. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a bad movie, that, a movie that you hate. It could be like like Tom last week. You'd seen on the line and just thought, 
that looked bad. And yeah. so you actively hadn't watched it. And I was happy to be corrected. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very All much for listening, All that remains guys. to be said is, my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Jeff Powell. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. As we just said, thanks so much for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can via Facebook and Twitter. We're at AATTAPod. Or send us an email. The address is AATTAPod at gmail.com. Or subscribe to our YouTube channel, AATTAPodcast. Or listen to us on Spotify, Fantastic Beats, and where to find them. I've been Patrick Holland. That's been Tom Toll. And that's been Joe Power. And I'm pointing them at there, giving me funny looks. We'll be back next week as we are every week on Thursday. Join us then. Bye. I tell you what, should we? we th- we've got a lot to discuss this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, a big one for the weekly geekery. Week and geek, week and geek. The week, the and week, the geek. The week, the week, <laughs> week and the geek. That's the, what we are. The week and the geek. <laughs> week That's the, us. Week and the geek and the jock. <laughs> <laughs> week and the geek and the cool guy. <laughs>